Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. 10 Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. You did it. You clicked on 10 Takes with Kyle Branch. You're here. I have 10 takes for you. I'll have 10 minutes to give them to you. Just 10 minutes. It's all we do here every single time. 10 takes in 10 minutes as advertised. As I've said before, very popular in bathrooms. This is a podcast. This is a show you can listen to on your bathroom break, your cigarette break. You are our people. We love you. Question. Niners lose. Eagles lose. Does 10 takes lose this week? Meaning, do I get interrupted and I'm in the middle of take seven and the clock goes off, and the bomb goes off, and it's all a disaster. It could be the end of our unbeaten streak as well. Only one way to find out. We don't like to waste time. 10 takes in 10 minutes, starting now. Who is the best team in the NFL right now? Who is the best team after six weeks? The Eagles lost. The Niners lost. The Chiefs have a loss. The Dolphins have a loss. Who do you think is the best team? I never thought I would say this in my adult life or my senior citizen life or my next life. I think it's the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions, I think, are the best team in the NFL. They won again casually. They thumped what we thought was a pretty good Tampa team on the road. They've beaten three first-place teams. They're undefeated on the road. Their only loss at home was to a pretty good Seattle team. They had a chance on the last minute. Their defense hits. They rush the passer. They run the ball. Jared Goff is just human hummus, just humming along. Doesn't care. A little bland, but effective. Surprisingly kind of delicious. Just like hummus. That's who he is. But he wins. It's incredible. You know, I I got so many notices that Craig Reynolds should win angry runs this week in Good Morning Football. Craig Reynolds had the block of the year on the Amon Bra St. Brown touchdown. He came out of nowhere. Craig Reynolds, an undrafted backup running back who played college ball at Kutztown, K-U-T-Z Town. He can't win angry runs. It's only ball carriers. I have to stand for something. I have to have a code. But I love that block. I love the Lions. I love that I'm saying it. Detroit, say it with me. Right now, the Lions are the best team in the NFL. Take number two. I don't care that the Eagles lost. I mean, I do. I think it really matters. It was a big win for the Jets. I'm happy for the Jets. They're playing some really cool football right now, but I am not still not going to say that the sky is falling on the Eagles. I don't care. 
They're four and one. Is that their record? Five and one, whatever it is, something and one. It is weird that Jalen Hurst threw three touchdowns and looked kind of listless at the end of the game, especially on the last drive. I don't know what that was about. It was a really, really bad game for Hurts, and the passes were bad. I'm sitting next to Jason McCourty in Good Morning Football today, and we watched one of the interceptions. He's like, what was he doing there? That was a bad pass. And yet, I still don't think a storm is coming. I don't think you're going to see them lose three out of the next four. I know what the schedule says. There's good teams out there. Their roster's too good. They're too experienced. They're too talented. I think they will fix this. I think they needed to be slapped around a little bit. I think they were sleepwalking. They have been through the first month of the season, and I think the fact that Zach Wilson outplayed Jalen Hurts is going to wake them up. I think the Eagles are going to be okay. Take number three. So the Niners lose, and all the attention is, yeah, well, but uh, they lost McCaffrey, and they lost Debo. They were really dealing with a lot of injuries there. Can you imagine the Browns fans? Shut up. You don't know the meaning of the word injury. Injuries? We paid a quarter of a trillion dollars for our quarterback who hasn't even had a full practice in over three weeks, who was watching P.J. Walker or a rookie start it for us because of injuries. Our best player on our offense by far is Nick Chubb. He's gone for the season. We don't know if he's ever going to play football again, let alone for us. But Tonio's out. Don't even start whining about injuries. We beat you. Because your dumb kicker missed a kick at the end of the game, and we exposed your quarterback a little bit. But I don't want to hear us about injuries. We have plenty of injuries. The Browns are good. The Browns are nasty. And Jim Schwartz owns Kyle Shanahan. Take number four. I got mentioned a lot on social media. Back to that Browns-Niners game. See, Brant, you've been telling us that Brock Purdy is actually bot Purdy, and he's a Terminator, and he's a cyborg, and he's artificial intelligence. He's not flesh and blood. He's not a real human being, but he is. Finally, you have your comeuppance. You see that he made mistakes and actually threw a real interception, actually lost a game that he started. He's human. And I see that, and I laugh. But it's a sad laugh. It makes me a little sad that people are still so naive and so don't understand what the machines are doing. The machines who manufactured Brock Purdy and they started it in a, a cornfield in Iowa in college and then in Silicon Valley Laboratory in college and made him bot Purdy. Their algorithm is so sophisticated that it does not want to project too much confidence. When he's getting too high, you have to let the humans know, oh, he's not a machine. He's one of you. You have to show mortality so that they believe the illusion. Next Monday night, they're playing a national television. You can't have Bot Purdy come in and have another perfect game against Cleveland, then a national television. Then the government becomes involved. Then the military becomes involved. Then the machine secret is up. Yes, he is not a human being. Yes, he is a machine. Yes, he had to show mortality to keep the ruse going. Brock Purdy is not a human being. He's Bot Purdy. Question, uh, not question, question. Five questions is another podcast we're going to do. It's 10 takes. Here's take number five. I've had enough with the uh, Buccaneers cream school uniforms. I like them. You like them. They're universally celebrated. They're really cool looking. They pop right off the screen when Scotty Hansen throws us to Tampa on red zone. You know what doesn't pop off the screen anytime they wear them? The football. The Buccaneers are so terrible in those uniforms. Did you see Baker's quote after the game? Baker said, we sucked. I sucked. We sucked. That's an actual quote. The Bucs always suck when they wear those. Let's remember, they started as a franchise wearing those crimson school uniforms and were terrible, had a winless season. Then they ditched them for pewter and red, and they win two Super Bowls. Works pretty well. Since they started going back to the cream schools, ironically, in 09, they've lost four in a row. They give up about 30 points a game. They average double-digit loss every time they wear them. Look good, feel good, feel good, play good. No, look good, feel good, play like crap. I like those uniforms, Lynn, you do too. Don't get me wrong. I don't like the football they play in them. And if I'm ownership, I'm like, 
We'll see the creamsicles maybe in, I don't know, 2035. Enough of those. Take number six. You know what the craziest thing I saw this weekend was? It wasn't even the Jets beating the Eagles. It was the fact that Aaron Rodgers was throwing the ball around in pregame, standing on his two feet doing it. He's not on a scooter. He's not on crutches. He's not on some sort of hospital bed. He's not limping around. He's on the field on his two feet throwing the ball. He told Salah he wanted to be at the game, and Salah's like, do you want to be up at the booth? He's like, no, I want to be down on the sideline. He has sustained a massive, destructive injury 20 minutes ago. He's throwing the ball on the field. Does this beg the question, is he going to be back this season? And I don't mean like if the Jets make some miracle run to the title game. I'm like, is he going to be back like week 15? He's having a crazy aggressive rehab. His recovery is amazing, but we've heard that about every athlete. Every athlete has incredible genetics. Every athlete has access to the best recovery and the best care. I could not believe my eyes. I am very loath to compare myself to Rodgers because people get so triggered anytime I even do it passively. I, I ruptured my Achilles. I was about the same age as he is. I have inferior genes. I'm not a pro athlete. I get it. But, dude, I know what it does to flesh and bone. It's terrible. I am so impressed that he's out there, and I feel like he wants to prove to everyone, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back this season. And if the Jets can just keep treading water and be around 500 like they are now, it might matter. Take number seven. I told you guys you should have killed the Bengals when you could. Kill them when they're down, when they can't win, when Burrow looks terrible, when he's limping around. Now he's back. He's got that twinkle in his eye. He's doing things like throwing touchdowns to rookie receivers named Yoshivas and then doing the Burrow magic, like going to give him the ball, and he's so cool, and make sure to have your first touchdown ball. It wins a very tough game against a good Seattle team at home. They're now 3-3 three and three into the bye. You should have killed them when you had a chance. I warned you. Take number eight. I don't have a lot of Houston Texans take. They don't have a lot of sizzle, typically. But they do now. They won again. They're going into the bye. You probably haven't watched a lot of them other than Red Zone. Try to check them out. The next game that the Texans play, they're playing against the Panthers. So it sounds terrible, right? It's kind of cool. It's C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young, the guy who was picked in front of him, the guy he's been way better than. I'm not going to sit here and do backflips for the Texans. They're the Texans, and they're hovering around 500 and are a work in progress. But they play some pretty damn good football. I like what D'Amico does on the sideline. I like what Stroud does behind center. That's the team we may be looking at in January. Like, oh, my God, the Texans are playing their standard Saturday playoff game as a wild card. It wouldn't surprise me. Take number nine. My wife and I had a weekend away this weekend. Just the two of us. My mom stayed with the kids. We're here in New York. We went to Rhode Island. I've never been there before. We stayed at this hotel, this pretty cool place. It's on the beach. What's most famous about this hotel now is that, you know, down the beach from the hotel is Taylor Swift's beachfront mansion. It's known as her Watch Hill, Rhode Island place. And we show up to the hotel. It's a nice place. It's like, it seems like it's about 200 years old. All anyone's talking about is Taylor's house, Taylor's house, just people taking pictures of Taylor's house, taking selfies of Taylor's house. So of course, naturally, Brooke and I are above that, my wife. We walked right down the beach so we could get a better look at Taylor's house. Just suckers and saps. It's incredible how seductive Fame is just to stare at and rubberneck. Taylor Swift wasn't even out there. From what I hear, she hasn't been there in two years. But the fact that she owns that house, you can't help but look at it. And I got to tell you, the vision I got of it, there's a fence that you can't get on the property. Then there's a fence down the cliff that you can't even get on the cliff to get on the property. So if someone wanted to climb up the cliff and risk breaking their neck to get to it, they couldn't even do that. There's 50 cameras around. It was foreboding as hell. But the worst thing that happened to us on this trip... Saturday morning, we treat ourselves to some room service. They bring in the little cart. I tried to be smart. This is take number 10. I ordered an omelet. I didn't do the pancakes or the waffles. You take off that Captain America silver shield, and there's your omelet. And what's lying next to the omelet? 
Three spears of asparagus. Asparagus sucks. It's worse than cauliflower. It's disgusting. Who in their right mind would want it for breakfast? You roll out of bed, you want some orange juice, you want some coffee, do you want a little Danish? Do you want greasy, disgusting spears of semi-cooked asparagus that, oh, by the way, are going to make your urine stink the first time you go to the bathroom and you're sharing a hotel with your wife? It's terrible. I hate asparagus. Boom! We won again. We are not the Eagles. We are not the Niners. Those old guys from the Dolphins cannot raise a glass of champagne. I got 10 semi-intelligible takes in in 10 minutes. Philly, San Francisco, that's how you do it. Now help me out. Share, like, tweet, retweet, review, subscribe, whatever the new more updated buzzwords are you tell people to do with shows these days. I don't have a list in front of me. Just do it. I do it for you. I do it because I love you. And I do it because it's really fun. When that explosion goes off, I get scared at the end. I kind of hope you do too. Thanks for listening, guys. We're out of here. 10 takes. See you next week. Ten Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more iHeartRadio pods, go to the iHeartRadio app, go to Apple, go anywhere you like, it'll be there. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.